Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Well, happy Friday, my friend. We did it. We made it. (laughs) One one more week. Check it off the calendar. (laughs) And another week where there's a movie coming to theaters? Wow. (laughs) At least one that we want to talk about a little bit. So, uh, And that's the Woman King from TriStar Pitches. Now, this movie idea floated around in Hollywood since the uh, mid-2000s, and it finally got a green light in 2019 from TriStar, and they began shooting in Africa in November of the same year. Well, it was quickly shut down due to COVID. Oh. And the amazing thing is they started to reshoot early in 2022 and it just had its world premiere last Friday at the Toronto Film Festival. Holy cow! And it's in, it's been in theaters this week. So <laughs> why go to Toronto when you're going to see it the following week, right? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy that they, they moved it this quickly. So, I know. Uh, but anyways, let's, let's get into the movie. Okay. So it's a historical piece set in the 1820s in West Africa about a group of women warriors who are fighting to protect their way of life and their village, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the movie stars Viola Davis. We know we love Viola yes. Davis. She's amazing in everything that she does, and she's the general and the leader of the group. Amazing thing is, is that her character was extremely badass. I mean, she was a fighter, a warrior. She's got, you know, scars on her shoulders, mm. but yet they touched upon the individuals as a historical piece, as I mentioned about the softer side of this character. So there were some very dramatic pieces there that I think only Viola could pull that off, from being a warrior to a very, you know, sympathetic individual. Yeah. And she does it as, you know, as only Viola could. But the standout performance for me was Lashana Lynch. Okay, she's outstanding. I remember her from No Time to Die. Oh, yeah. Um, she's, she's incredible. She's witty in this film. She was phenomenal. Okay, now the, the movie is rated PG-13. Now, I, I question that because the battle scene are brutal, mm. you know, very similar to Gladiator or the, the Last of the Mohegans with the swords uh, through the bodies Ugh. and the neck. But the thing that they did is they showed no blood or very limited blood to keep it in the PG-13 arena. So that was a little bit of a surprise because such a, a historical piece, but, you know, a sword goes in someone's neck and there's no blood splatting all over the place. That's weird. So I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little awkward. Okay. Now, the cinematography, the performances, the art direction, and the sound uh, award quality, I feel, but I felt like the movie seemed to have a little bit of rush to it. And Uh I mean, if you look at at the timeline of this movie, it does seem like it's a little rush. It's actually two hours and 15 minutes. It dragged at times. I think it could have used a little editing help, but I give it two slates out of five. Awesome. That's not too bad at all. And I, Not too bad. Same what I've given lately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love the fact that on the podcast, we're going to review another movie we have both seen. Pinocchio, yes. the live action remake. Okay, so over the weekend, I watched Elvis. And then I was like, I hate Tom Hanks. So then I decided I needed to watch <laughs> Pinocchio so I could love Tom Hanks again. Because Colonel okay. Parker was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I derailed us a little bit on the Elvis, which you have already reviewed. If you missed that, you can check out past episodes of the podcast. But Pinocchio was released to only Disney Plus and not theaters. Is that correct? That is correct. And and, and, and in my opinion, I now I know why they released it only for streaming. So they're Disney Plus. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You got to go first because you know I'm kinder than you are on this kind of stuff. My filter's not as rigid as yours. Uh, The 
original Disney classic Pinocchio is dear to my heart. It was mm-hmm. actually the first movie I ever saw in a movie theater. No, not the original Melon in the re-release <laughs> in 1971. Thank you very much. Okay, it's the first movie that my mother took me to, and that's where, at the moment, that's where I fell in love with movies. So, but I just don't know why Disney keeps feeling that they need to make remakes of the classic animated films into turn them into live action. Time and time again, it shows it doesn't work. You know, you had The Lion King, and you had uh, Aladdin, and you know, now they got Little Mermaid coming out again. You know, yeah. again, we're trying to do this. I don't know why they're doing it. And obviously, you had already mentioned that the movie stars Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Yeah. Now, I think he's solid in it. I think he looks like Geppetto, but I think he's trying to be too much like Geppetto in the animated version and not a live action feel. Um, <laughs> I actually prefer the, the Pinocchio from the, the early 90s that Martin Landau played Geppetto. Oh, I thought yeah. his role, was, his performance was much better. You know, I'm so tied to it, you know, in terms of the animated. Yeah. And the animated, I think, was, I mean, that movie was scary. As it a was. Kid. You know, it's like, if I do anything wrong, I'm going to get kidnapped and thrown into this like island with all these other boys that seems a little weird too to me but it's like what is good what is bad and and i mean it was it was a more of a this one was you know more brought to mainstream where you can't touch upon those things you got to make everything happy and i just don't know why they did it so yeah it was weird and i was terrified by pinocchio i really was and being (laughs) locked in a cage and you know all that stuff and it just it was kind of like reiteration of do what your mother and father tell you to do or the worst thing in the world is ever going to happen to you. So I thought that the the CGI was okay, but the characters didn't come right. off as scary like they did in the animated series. And maybe it's because I'm almost 50 years old and I'm not a young right. child anymore. But I, I thought that they did okay. I was like, oh, that's cute. Chloe the fish and Figaro the cat. Adorable. Um, right. You know, and Jiminy Cricket. But beyond that... Jiminy Cricket was great. Yeah, Jiminy was was awesome but i thought that the bad dudes the wolf or whatever he was it was almost like they mailed those characters in right yeah exactly they they toned it down and you know my my opinion is you know if you're gonna wish upon a star hopefully hopefully it's the animated one oh i did love the fairy that stuff was really cute (laughs) (laughs) but overall i think the, the 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 classic holds it high 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 compared to, to this but, definitely you know, do you want to give it slates yeah i'm giving it two okay sticking with slates the twos will anything know, break I mean, the twos i've, I've had so many t- <laughs> <laughs> i've had twos there, like for the longest time okay. I think, no, yeah, but, last I mean, week we had three slates for see how they run yeah it's open now yeah finally yes there was some early screening last night on the 15th and okay. you know i hope that movie does do well because you know if you like the uh, uh knives out and those types of uh you know who done it uh satire films it's it, you'll like awesome. see how they run thank you derek i'll talk to you next All week right, thanks. stream the box officer now at kkiq.com and apple and google podcasts